Hi, this is Jim Lai, and you're listening to Viewpoint. And with me today, Jennifer Wilson. Merry Christmas, JJ. Merry Christmas, We're so excited as the days are counting down. We're almost at the big holiday. I know. And where better to be than right here at Bronner's Christmas Wonderland? I mean, this is the world's largest Christmas store in Frankenmuth, Michigan. I realize many people listening today may not have heard of Frankenmuth and maybe not Bronner's, but I promise you, if you're within 100 miles, within 500 miles, Make the trip. This yes. place is worth a visit. Wall to wall, floor to ceiling, beautiful Christmas decorations, wreaths, garlands, anything you can imagine. Everything you can imagine and something you could not even dream up. It's <laughs> all here. And you know, Christmas is a really big deal. It is. And that's the theme of our viewpoint programs this Christmas time. And I think few things say that more just out front than Bronner's does. And today we have a third-generation member of the Bronner's family with us who's going to talk to us a little bit about what happens here at Bronner's and how it all comes to pass. And, well, hey, does it ever lose its edge if you work at Bronner's all year long? Stay with us. Dietrich Bronner. He's third generation here at Bronner's Christmas Wonderland. Dietrich, thanks for being with us today. Thank you guys for visiting us. It's exciting to have you here, especially uh, so close to the holidays. Okay, so I just have to ask, you're third generation? I am. Uh, Your grandfather and grandmother helped start this place. They sure did, way back when, before I was on this planet. So um, (laughs) growing up here was a pretty fun time. So your whole lifetime, this has been a part of your life, a a central part, that's my guess. Oh, for sure. This is all I've known, Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. But it's been great fun, and having it be a family business is just a really nice, it gives it that family feeling versus a a non-family-owned corporate business. Um, Everybody's really in it for the joy of the holidays and spreading the message that Christmas promotes. Okay, and I like Christmas. I mean, few people love Christmas more than I do, but wait a minute, 361 days a year, the store is open. It the is. merchandise is always Christmas themed. You're not doing Easter lilies here. No, so, no Easter lilies. We so, got a few, but yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> growing up with that, now you work in it day by day. Does it make Christmas a little anticlimactic or are you really counting the days like the rest of us to the Christmas day? No, we definitely count the days down. It's You're around it the whole year. So then when it finally comes, it's even that much more anticipation is coming to fruition. Um, so when you're when the big deal finally arrives, it is that much bigger of a deal. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm for it. Good. And uh, so exciting right now as Christmas is approaching, the store is filled with people just as we're standing here. I'm looking around and I see all kinds of people, all shapes and sizes, all ages. I mean, A to Z is here because Christmas has a way of bringing people together. It does. It really unites the world. It's amazing how many people you see on a, on a given Saturday, Sunday. We'll get up to 50,000 people on one weekend. So all, all, all from all over the world, all over the country, um, they make the trip here. And uh, we're happy to have them and give them the joy that the place brings. Even if they walk out empty-handed, that's perfectly fine for us. Because, honestly, it is a destination itself. Even if you're not in the mood to buy, it's worth a walkthrough. Dietrich, what do you do here? What do you do in the business? I do our catalog and then also product development. So that goes in hand in hand a little bit. Um, the, the nice exclusive items that we develop, if they're good enough, I'll put them in the catalog. And it's always fun for me as a creative person to think what hasn't been done yet in terms of ornaments or um, what niche we can fill that hasn't been filled by other companies yet. It's interesting because what I've learned about your grandfather, the founder of the company, was he had a real gift for art. I mean, he had an appreciation for things, how they balance, how they are viewed, the imaging, the the feel, and the emotive part of it. And it sounds to me like maybe you've got some of that 
flowing down the bloodline. Yes, yes, for sure. I'm, I definitely can't draw worth anything, but we have artists that can kind of interpret my vision, I would say. And then when it's the done deal, I know it's it's good to go. And um, and when we, we get tweaked and arranged and play with samples and so forth and then throw them out on the floor and see if people like it. So it's always, for me, fun to think of what hasn't been done yet. And tell me about a product in the store this year that's just kind of fresh and new that you think, man, this is really good. The bacon strip? Can we go there? <laughs> the bacon strip? What, yeah. Tell me about it. Well, I've been wanting, bacon is so popular, so I've been wanting to do an <laughs> ornament for a long time, and finally I saw a spun glass ornament, you know, a spun glass icicle, and I said, hey, can you guys just color that brown and not twist it so much? So <laughs> there we go, and that's, we sell thousands of bacon no strips kidding. a year. Yeah, that yeah. is wild. You know what that speaks to, though, is Christmas has a lot of big community themes and so on, but in the end, Christmas is personal, isn't it? Yes. Because not everyone's going to want the bacon ornament. Correct. But some people will find it the greatest thing since sliced bread. (laughs) We do have a very, very traditional following as well. So um, one of the more recent exclusives we did was a Christmas tree, and I wrapped a ribbon, a glass ribbon around it, and then we painted the family name on the ribbon. So I had that idea maybe seven years ago, and we finally got to it about a year ago and ordered it and brought it in, and I think we sold about 800, 900 pieces of that. So it's, people want to capture something special for their memory, uh, especially years, dated ornaments Absolutely. are extremely big too. So. Absolutely. Well, this whole idea of personalization brings us to where we are. We're in a department of this vast store, covers eight acres under a single roof. I mean, that is a lot of cornfield <laughs> so as as we're in the kind of middle of this warren of christmas ornaments it's called personalization and when we come back i want to talk a little bit about what people do when they come to this department they actually choose an ornament but it's not just a generic ornament anymore it's going to become theirs stay with us Wonderful time of the year With the kids jingle-belling And everyone telling you be of good cheer It's the most wonderful time of the year It's the happiest season of all With those holiday greetings and gay happy when friends come to call It's the hap- happiest season of all There'll be parties for hosting Marshmallows for toasting and caroling out in the snow There'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmases long, long ago It's the most wonderful Much mistletoeing and hearts will be glowing when loved ones are near. It's the most wonderful time of the Mistletoeing and hearts will be glowing when loved ones are near. It's the most wonderful time. It's the most wonderful. 
Jim, what an awesome day we are having here. We are at Bronner's Christmas Wonderland in the middle of Michigan. And right now we're in the middle of the store in what's called the personalization department. And it's huge. I mean, let's just say where we're standing, as far as the eye can see, there are floor-to-ceiling displays of ornaments in every hue, shape, texture, and imaginable configuration but all of these ornaments can be personalized a little different than some of the other departments and you know last year i came and i zoned in on a violin my son just started taking violin and i want him to be inspired to continue so found a little violin and then i got in line and if you look right over here to my right, your left. Well, it's just what, like an airline check What our encounter. listeners can see is a little zigzag line, and you wait in line, and you approach one of these personalizers. Not exactly sure what they're called, but they wrote my son's name on it in the year, and then wrapped it in tissue paper and a box, and, and I went and paid for it, and I was, I was so excited. And you bought a violin ornament for I your did. son. Which son? My oldest son, Michael. Michael. And did you buy the violin for him because he really loves it or you want him to love it? Both. Both. Both and. (laughs) It worked. (laughs) Keep looking at that violin and make (laughs) it sing, brother. (laughs) Make it sing. And this Christmas, if you want another gift, oh, no. No. (laughs) But as as you think about that memory, we're so glad to have with us Dietrich Bronner, who is a part of the Bronner family that owns this place. And he helps actually develop their product lines. And Dietrich, uh, this personalization concept, it's not in every store you can have so much invested in helping people have a personal investment in the product. Why do you think that works? People like adding a special touch that they can't find anywhere else, so people know that they can get that at Bronner's. In the personalizing department here, we have over 2,000 items designed specifically for painting or penning on, and they will follow people's hobbies, their um, occupations, family themes are very important and popular. You name it, we pretty much have it or else we'll make it for you. My favorite political presidential candidate. We have had that as well, <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> but, I, I mean, everyone's particular interests. Everyone has a bent, they have a personality, and there's something about making it personal yes. that gives it value. And the customers can see that. You know, we might not imagine putting a certain name or text or verbiage on a certain ornament, but the customers come in with their own ideas and make, make it even you know quirkier, but it, that fits the, with the, the gift that they're looking for, and it really delights the recipient. So, Do you have personalized ornaments at your house? I do that my grandfather painted way back when. Whoa. That's actually how the tradition started. He painted them for our staff party. And at that time, the staff was probably closer to 50 instead of 800. So uh, he was able to do that. And then people really, really liked that, the people that were on the staff. And they said, hey, why don't we do that as a business? You know, start selling the painted right. ones. So that was way back in the um, 70s, I believe. And here we are today. Here and we, are. we can't even hire enough penners or personalizers to, to keep up with the demand. So I'm going to guess that a name is a popular theme. You know, I'm going to buy an ornament. I'm going to buy it for my son, Jacob, or yes. my wife, Maureen. Babies, especially. Babies, yep, especially. Yep. Do you have any idea what the most popular names are? Do you see trends? We do see trends. And actually, uh, we give all of our painters and penners the hottest baby names for the year. So and they so they know ready. how to spell them. Yep, 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 exactly. So so my granddaughter, Presley, they, they'd be able they've, to make that work. They've seen that before. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and McKenna. Where do my kids get their names? Well, my, my grandson, my newest grandson, Ezra. Well, I guess that's oh, pretty great. easy. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty yeah. easy. Uh, and we see, you know, over the decades and decades, names get reborn and yes, brought back yes, into the fold. they come back fold, and they so, fade out yeah. of fashion and come back. And for you, Dietrich, uh, we talked already earlier in the program today, you work in the Christmas line all the year through, but for you, Christmas still is a very important moment. It You're is. You're not tired of it as it comes around at the end of the year. No, no, not at all. Again, just the energy builds all year long. Actually, it's kind of funny. Um, 
in October, we actually go to China to, to look for new Christmas ornaments for the next year, which is exciting because you can kind of keep the surprise back from all the customers until the next year. And then immediately after Christmas, we have New Year's, of course, and then we go on a buying trip down to Atlanta and do the next mm-hmm. buying trip for the next year's Christmas. So one Christmas is over, the next week we're down, right down shopping again. Yep. <laughs> and for you, though, personally, talk about personalization. What is it about Christmas that you value the most? What is it that has formed you or framed you that you think, as long as I live, I never want to let this go. I think just the traditions, the traditions that keep the family together that you've experienced through the generations of the family, reliving them, bringing that same joy that you've had in your childhood, reviving that every year and kind of connecting you with your youth and just the overall joy of the holiday. Everybody's in such a fantastic and wonderful mood and it doesn't have to end there. And that's kind of the point of the whole Bronner's Christmas Wonderland. It's Christmas and joy 361 days a year. So let's keep it going. A way of life yeah. of a kind. Yep. Thanks so much for having us. When we come back, we're going to talk about how you can personalize your Christmas this year. Some children see him lily white, the baby Jesus born this night. Some children see him lily white, with the tresses soft and fair. Some children see him bronzed and round, the Lord of heaven to earth come down. Some children see him bronzed and round, with dark and hair. children see him all and die the Savior whom we kneel beside some children see him all and die with skin of golden hue some children see him dark as they sweet Mary's son to whom we pray some children see him dark as they and oh they love him
When we hear the word Christmas, most of us have memories that flood us. And the memories can be very big events. You know, there's the lighting of the Christmas tree in the town square. There's the Christmas concert at school or at church, perhaps. There's the big family dinner. They're big events with lots of people. And that is a big part of Christmas. But as we've been standing here at Bronner's Christmas Wonderland in the personalization department, it seems to me that really for Christmas to be tasted and experienced at its maximums, it has to become personal. Yes. And JJ, in the original Christmas story, which gives birth to the whole, Christmas is about the celebration of the birth of Christ. It's a real event in real time, real people, and real people who had a personal meeting with Jesus, even as a baby. The Bible tells us that history. And in Luke chapter 2, famously, we read about some folks who made Christmas personal. Read to us from Luke chapter 2, beginning with verse 15. The angels who had come to the shepherds in the fields returned to heaven, and the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing which has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby lying in the manger. And after seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. But Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had seen and heard. It was just as the angel had told them. Honestly, in all of literature, nothing has been written more beautifully, more elegantly, or more powerfully than these words of the Christmas story. And uh, the whole of Scripture, we believe, is inspired by God and is useful to instruct us and to correct us and to inspire us. This Christmas story is a part of that sacred writ, but man, it's something about this story that is so compelling. And in what you just read, JJ, we have a whole cast of characters that are just sure. like you and me. Sure. And you have, have these shepherds that are shepherds. just doing their thing with sheep out in the fields. And, and they're just like you and me in the yes. sense that they didn't see 
Jesus born. They weren't present when it occurred. They just heard about it. Yes. And they made a decision. They heard it in a very miraculous way, but they said, let's go check out this story. Let us go and see. Yeah. I mean, that's what the scripture tells us. It's so personal. Mm-hmm. It's not about, well, that's an interesting story, and I'll turn the page and read the next headline. No, there's something about this that I have to explore myself. That's what the shepherds, each one said. And they went themselves. They made an effort. They, they wound were intentional. their way through the streets of Bethlehem looking for a baby in swaddling clothes lying in a feed trough. And they found him. And why? Why did they? Well, they had a supernatural disclosure from heaven. <laughs> Angels sang. Uh, why I get not? that. Yeah. But even that, people see the evidence of the supernatural God every day all around them and walk by. Why this? Why this story? Why this message? What was it that compelled them? I think it's because it was the promise of the birth of this child. This was God. Goodwill to you. Peace on earth and goodwill to all who will do right. This promise of life and peace and power and a new day and a fresh start and a turning of the page. When you really believe that that is waiting for you, you'll be intentional about tracking it down, yes. making it personal. And folks, Christmas is that. Christmas is a card from heaven sent to your doorstep right now saying you can have a new day, you can have a fresh start, you can turn a page, there's hope, there's life, there's peace, there's goodwill. It's waiting for you. Will you go find it? Will you be intentional? That's the Christmas invitation and gift to you right now. Make this Christmas personal by deciding you are going to track Jesus down. He's waiting for you. You can do that by opening up a Bible. Maybe you haven't read it for a long time. Get out the Bible and read in Luke, the first chapters of Luke and the first chapters of Matthew, and dive into Christmas. You'll start making it personal. Find some believers, people who believe that Jesus is Lord. Get together with them on a Sunday, maybe Christmas Eve. Be intentional. Jesus is waiting for you pray. Yes, you can. And we'll pray before this broadcast is over. But there are steps you can take today to make Christmas personal. Don't let this just be a group event. Personalize your experience this year. And in the story, JJ, you read, it's not just about the shepherds. Because Mary, she actually was a witness of the whole deal. But she's still going deeper, isn't she? You know, she had had a visitation from an angel. She knew how that felt. And here were these strangers that came and found her in a stable because they had gotten that same message too. How validating that became for her. She treasured those things in her heart. It had been personal and it continued to be personal. God is doing an amazing thing. This is a really big deal. And we don't know about Mary's process internally, you know, but as she found herself on a mules back going to Bethlehem to satisfy a Roman census with a man who she's engaged to marry but has not yet pregnant with a child that she can't explain and then gives birth in a stable. I mean, think about her journey, how rough and tumble it was. She might have had moments where she thought, I'm out of my mind. (laughs) This can't really be true. My experiences and memory of the angel Gabriel, maybe I just made that up. Maybe I just dreamed that up. What's going on? But yet the Lord validated for her just as you said. And that's her journey. If Mary, who actually gives birth to the Christ child, has moments where she stops and wonders, which is what the scripture tells us. Think about how much more we must stop and wonder. But all of it has to do with a commitment to make this personal. 
make Christmas personal. Now, here at Bronner's, you could be in the store with us right now, yes. and you could choose a spectacular ornament. Dietrich was just showing us, JJ, some beautiful ornaments that are the gold made from Hungary. Three yes. generations of a family in Hungary yes. linked to this family from Germany, now in the United States, sharing these ornaments. I mean, they're beautiful. You could go here today and get that ornament, take it up to the counter, and it could become personal for you. But maybe what you'd want to put on it is not your name or your hobby. Maybe it's a passage from scripture, or maybe it's just a hope, maybe the word hope, that Christmas will be for you personal. Maybe it's the word surrender, because today you want to surrender your life into the hands of Jesus and really make Christmas personal. It's not about an ornament, and it's not about just an external gesture. It's about the deepest reach of your being and the personal impact of the coming of Christ, not just in the world, but into your heart. How? Pray with us right now. Our Father, we're so thankful today for the Christmas time, how it reminds us of this pivot in history where you walked into the world in the person of Jesus. We thank you that Jesus still lives and that his spirit still strives and that all of us can still be in his company, like the shepherds of old, like Mary of old, like so many others unnamed between then and now. Lord, help us to make this Christmas a personal experience with you. We pray, Lord, that Jesus will be real to us and we surrender our lives into his hand. We admit our need to be forgiven and that there's no good work we can do to pay for all the wrong we have done, the wrong thoughts, the wrong dreams, the wrong actions. But we thank you that Jesus has himself gone to the cross to pay our dues so that we can be free of all of that bad and now embrace the good, and that you can hold us clean and pure because of the work of Jesus. We have faith in him, we surrender to him, and we want this Christmas to be personal for him and us. Thank you, Lord, for hearing our prayer, and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. What to do next? Give us a call. You've got questions. We would love to hear from you. You want to just share what's going on in your world? Let us pray with you. We want to hear from you this Christmas. We'd love to have a personal conversation with you. Give us a call, 1-800-757-VIEW. That's 1-800-757-8439, 24 hours a day. We're right here by the phone. Or if you'd rather communicate with us by email, you can find us on the web at www.cbhviewpoint.org. You can read there about the Viewpoint Ministry, or you can click to send us an email, and we will reply. Or at the last, just send me a letter. Address it to Jim Lyon, Viewpoint, Post Office Box 2420, Anderson, Indiana, 46018, USA. But whether you call us up, go online, or use the post, let us hear from you. JJ, so good to be with you here or anywhere. Jim, I personally thank you for this day. <laughs> thank you so much. And we want to thank all of our listeners for joining us today as well. We hope you'll be with us again next week as we continue our series that, you know, Christmas is really a big deal. And so it is for all of us at the Viewpoint team, for all of us at Church of God Ministries, this is Jim Lyon. Stay tuned and Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm.